The all-new Toyota Highlander is designed to go Highlander. What's go Highlander, you ask? It means amplifying your comfort with available premium leather interior and ventilated seats. And amplifying your groove with an available booming 11-speaker JBL audio system. Or even amplifying your crew with roomy seating for up to eight. Don't just go. Go Highlander in the all-new Toyota Highlander. Toyota. Let's go places. JBL is a registered trademark of Harman International Industries, Incorporated. Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online is brought to you by Native, Native Deodorant. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com. Use promo code GHOST during checkout. Have you ever described a job you had as a nightmare? Maybe it was a crazy demanding boss, a nutty coworker, or just insane everything. If you've ever had a workplace where you had to say, you can't make this shit up on a daily basis, we want to hear about it. Anonymously, of course, on our new podcast, Office Horror Stories. Each week, we'll play back your calls, read your stories, and discuss the craziest, most extreme and intense workplaces of all time. But to do that, we need your stories. If you have a crazy workplace story in your past or maybe even present, tell us about it anonymously. Just call toll-free 1-833-HATE-JOB. That's 833-HATE-JOB. Or write in your story on our website, officehorrorstories.com. We don't want your name. We don't want the name of the workplace. We just want your story. So you can go ahead and let it all out anonymously. Call toll-free 1-833-HATE-JOB. That's 1-833-HATE-JOB. Or write in your story on our website, officehorrorstories.com. That's officehorrorstories.com. Now you have an outlet to share the craziness that is or was your office. Then stay tuned as we launch the new podcast, Office Horror Stories, this fall. Tell us your story now at officehorrorstories.com. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, have you ever been trapped in a haunted hotel elevator? The idea of being in a confined space, especially in a haunted one, kind of daunting. Today we hear the story of a haunted hotel and an employee who discovers they're not alone inside of the haunted hotel elevator. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855 855- or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com You're about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. That it is. 855-853-4802 is our phone number to call in your real ghost story. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can do that by dialing that number on your device. Of course, you can also write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And if you want to take it a step further and really show your support of the show and keep this pirate ship afloat, just uh, go to ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash realghoststories. And five bucks a month is going to get you a bonus episode every single week exclusively for extra podcast people, EPPs as we call them, when you do the five buck a month thing. And you also get advanced episodes of the show commercial free by the way all there all to binge away on at uh, either ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories 
You can sign up for that year option too, which we still got uh, some of those USB drives. I just sent a whole uh, shipment of those out uh, a couple weeks ago. And uh, do those every, uh, roughly every two months, realistically. Uh, it might be closer to every three months or three month mark on our next one because of the move and everything. But um, so quarterly is essentially when I send those out. Yeah. Um, but uh, I sent a big uh, thing of those out. If you're a yearly EPP at $55 a month at ghostpodcast.com, you get uh, the USB drive. And on there is the Richard in Chattanooga saga. Mm-hmm. In its entirety of every call we've ever gotten, including some I've never aired here on the show, um, some that I didn't even know we had when I was going through the archive. So it's really an interesting, uh, it's more than an hour of content on that. Then you have another nine hours of uh, bonus content as well with some of my favorite interviews and a bonus EPP episode on there uh, and more stuff uh, for that yearly level. And then you don't have to do monthly. It's just all there for you. And you get one month free at uh, ghostpodcast.com for that. Uh, if you want to uh, support the show that way. So lots of ways to keep this uh, thing on the air. Tony and Jenny Bruski joining you once again. Hi. You ever been in an elevator that's gotten stuck? No. Never? I don't think so. I can't say I have either. It's been a fear. I mean, it's it's one of those things that runs through my mind every time I'm in an elevator. I'm not afraid of getting stuck in an elevator. I'm afraid of it malfunctioning and plummeting. <laughs> yeah, that would suck too. I, I, I think I'm I'm more afraid of it turning into an oven oh. and cooking in it. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get that hot unless the building's on fire. That's what I mean. Oh, okay. I mean, it getting the power goes out, you're stuck in the elevator, and then you can't get out because it gets so hot. Mm. So both, there's a fear of getting killed in an elevator in some ways. <laughs> I think everyone probably has. I think it's like rare. Yeah. But I'm all, I do like look for, well, where's the hatch? So if I have to then uh, turn into uh, MacGyver, I know how to, I can just pop that thing open and then easily pull myself up there with one arm. And then with the other arm, I'll grab the, the relief cable and then I'll, I'll, I'll scale the cable to the top floor. Yeah. And then on my way up, I will have knitted a, a, a white flag out of uh, various pieces of cloth that I find uh, on the floors as I'm as I'm scaling. Uh-huh. And then I'll make this giant flag and I'll wave it at the top. When I was a kid, I used help. to hate MacGyver. Really? Yeah, I hated MacGyver. I it was, love MacGyver. No, it was so annoying because he'd always find a way out. And I was like, there's no point in watching this because you know it's all going to be fine. I wanted to watch the episode where something happened to MacGyver and his paperclip or whatever tool he pulled out of his pocket didn't work and he died. That was the one I wanted to see. <laughs> Next on a very special MacGyver, MacGyver's met his match. Yeah. And it's something really dumb, mm-hmm. like a paperclip or something. Yeah. It's like the post-it note that he was used to save the world from a nuclear explosion. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. There wasn't enough tackiness to the back of it. And it, it, it made the, the nuclear explosion happen. Yeah. And MacGyver ruined the world. I did not get into the uh, the MacGruber. I thought it was mm-hmm. very disrespectful of MacGyver. <laughs> God. <laughs> he did not. He did not care that much. I thought MacGyver is a hallowed institution. Oh, it is. It's almost, I mean, it, it's right up there with, you know, churches and things of that nature. MacGyver. Maybe not. Maybe not quite up. Okay. But, uh, you know, they made, they did a uh, a new uh, 
A new MacGyver, didn't they? There's a new MacGyver. There's a new Magnum PI. There's a new like Hawaii Five O. It's like the '80s all over again. I can't do the shit when it's redone like that. They even tried to make Lethal Weapon into, into a TV show. I don't know how that went. These story, especially shows that were so character based and so driven mm-hmm. by a, a single lead character, you can't redo it well because the character is what made the show the the actor the image of that individual is what made the show and then you have someone it's like saved by the bell the new class it's stupid it's like oh yes all these kids look like they're dressing up in halloween costumes like the original cast mm-hmm. and it's just like this is this doesn't work the original the only way you can do that is when it's like a multi-person uh show and it's not just one individual, then you can bring that back and maybe one or two characters return and the rest are are new. So like the Dallas when that came back, I thought it was okay. Yeah, and you know what? I it's shameful. It's like a thing I shouldn't say, but I've really gotten into the new version of Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I like that show. Is it based on the old characters? Or? It's 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 like a reboot. So it's not like you've got the original characters coming back at all. Mm-hmm. There's new people playing those characters. So okay. it's like what you're talking about doesn't work. But this this one this does. does. But there was a multi-character show. Yes. It wasn't just like Mag. Like when you think of Magnum, you think of Tom Selleck. Yeah. I don't think of who. I don't even know who's playing. When you think of MacGyver. You think of the guy who played MacGyver. Yeah. You don't think of. And then I hate when like oh the, the same hair is it's, no just. It's no. not the same. Yeah. So, anyway. Let's do a ghost story. Okay. Considering this is what the show is about. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our number. At Real Ghost Stories Online says, Hi, well, I'm from the Bay Area, California. I believe I was born being able to see ghost spirits as I was taken many times to the ER because of my nonstop crying ever since I was a baby, only to turn out I was a healthy baby and later a healthy child. I was diagnosed with having insomnia schizophrenia and told i had esp blah 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 i was taken to the doctor after doctor to psychic psychologist psychiatrist given heavy sedation with no effect on me i go days without sleeping i had tests done but all they showed was that i was a healthy normal child with a somewhat high iq i spent years afraid of the dark had episodes of sleep paralysis and just a lot of sleeping issues or lack of sleeping. Most of my experiences happened in the house I grew up in, but I seem to have experiences wherever I go, though they are infrequent. My mom never really accepted me or my problems, but my dad did, and he would stay up with me. But unfortunately for me, he passed away when I was 10 years old. And I think the weird part is that once he passed away, I was able to sleep a little better and had fewer experiences. I believe he's my protector. He knew how tormented I was. He never showed himself to me, and I firmly believe it is because I would speak to him in my head and ask him not to because I was too afraid. But he has been able to manifest his presence to me on two or three occasions. I have several stories, but the one I'm going to tell today is when I was around seven years old. We had previously returned from my trip to Mexico because my maternal grandfather had passed away, and we went to his funeral. As I mentioned, I was a scared cat, and so I slept in my parents' bedroom. And I, my mother got up to prepare a bottle for my sister. And being that I've always been a non-sleeper or a light sleeper at best, I always woke up and followed her to the kitchen. While she sat at the table, bottle feeding my sister, I sat in a chair across the table from where I was at. I had a clear view of my parents' bedroom where my dad was still sleeping. After a few minutes of silence, I said to my mom, Mommy, my grandpa is cold. 
She looked at me like I was crazy and asked me why I said that. I responded, because he's shaking. She told me years later that she was so freaked out at that moment, but had managed to remain calm. It wasn't the first time I had made this type of comment, but it was the first time she could accept it as being real. My grandfather had Parkinson's disease. There's no way I could have known that, or even if I did, there's no way I could have known about the tremors. Thanks for giving me the space to share my experience. I will return with more. I think sometimes when you're going through a tough time or you have ongoing challenges like the insomnia, I think you really are more open to things like visits from dead family members and and you probably see people in your everyday life that you don't even realize aren't really alive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the case with this person. That unfortunately, it's not something they're going to grow out of. It's something they're just going to con continue to, to probably deal with as long as they have those ongoing issues. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it is one of those things where it's just it's there and you can either kind of accept it. And some say that they have the ability to kind of block it out or tune it down mm -hmm. or things of those some things of that. And others are like, I don't know how the hell people are doing that, but I'd love to learn. Um, but it, it's just it's it's like having a really strong sense of smell and saying, okay, try not to be so sensitive to smell. Mm -hmm. It's like, I guess I could plug my nose now, or, you know, constantly be having allergic reactions. So I've got some stuffed up, but if, if it's there, it's there yeah. essentially. And then it's like, how, how are you going to deal with what, uh, what it is that you have? Um, so, you know, thank you for sharing that experience with us. Back to the ghost stories in just a moment. First, I want to thank a supporter of our show today, Native Native Deodorant. It's great stuff. I use it every single day at Native. They create safe, simple, effective products that people use in their bathroom every day, like myself. Create products with trusted ingredients, trusted performance. If you're not convinced, well, there's 9,000 plus five-star reviews from their customers that uh, should be pretty darn convincing for you. It's uh, formulated without aluminum, uh, parabens or talc, which are in several other types of uh, deodorant. And if you are aware of this, it's probably not something you really want to be rubbing all over your body. Um, it's filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, shea butter, uh, tapioca starch, things that are good for you. They never test it on animals. You get free shipping and returns. And best of all, hey, the product works. It's not just a bunch of, oh, this is really good for you stuff. It works. Make the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant. It doesn't mean having to sacrifice product performance. Check it out for yourself. Uh, they have over 9,000 five-star reviews. You've been on the Today Show, Elle Magazine, Pop Sugar, many others. It's it's just a good product. Uh, and right now, you get 20% off. Get this, 20% off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com. Use promo code GHOST during checkout. Nativedeodorant.com. Use promo code GHOST. When you're playing along at home, it's spelled G-H-O-S-T. 20% off your first purchase, nativedeodorant.com. Use promo code GHOST. 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online. As I said earlier, extra podcast people, when you sign up there at ghostpodcast.com, you get bonus episodes of our show. We put up brand new ones every single week filled with some of our best ghost stories. Also, advanced episodes of the show, the regular episodes, released to EPPs, weeks before they go to the public with no commercials in. So 
It's commercial free. You get to binge away and hear the stories well in advance of everyone else. Uh, and of course, the extra episodes as well uh, as an EPP at ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com. You know what Thursday is? I just have to throw this out. Slash there. real ghost stories. What? <laughs> Thursday is your sixth birthday for the show. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. October 10th. Well, this show is going to be released in November. So. Okay. Well, it's <laughs> so belated. Many so. Thursdays ago. Yeah. So this is, I believe, one of our first episodes in the month of November. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, October 10th is the date. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't keep track of birthdays. No, you don't. You have no idea what date most things happen. <laughs> I don't. No. What is that? <laughs> That's just you. You're better with other things. Dates are not your thing. That, uh, from what I've read, is is very much uh, a common Aspergery type thing. Yeah. I'm but- cool with that. Then there's also those of us that memorize dates and have yeah. that, you know, stuck in our mind constantly. You know, it's either like you're with being like this. It's either you're you're 100 on to like every damn date in the world, uh-huh. or you just don't give a shit because it, it doesn't. Like I I I, I recognize them when they happen, mm-hmm. and I I'm not against like celebrating them or enjoying them or 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 doing something special for someone else when it's their day. I just couldn't tell you when the hell they are. I know you have to check <laughs> Facebook to know when my birthday is. I do. I know. Although I I am good at it now because it's exactly ten days uh, before our anniversary. Yeah. So. That I, I've been kind of using as a trick. Mm-hmm. If I can remember one or the other, <laughs> then, then I'm like, oh, yeah, but what's the number I'm looking for? I've just learned to not get offended <laughs> when you have the dates wrong. I've missed my birthday sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think it was this year you said, you know, tomorrow's your what? Yeah, tomorrow's your birthday. Back I, in August. I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, it is. <laughs> I, I, it's again, it, it's a weird thing, mm-hmm. and and I get how others can be offended without knowing the person, because to some it's it's such a a thing. It's just like it's second nature to know numbers and dates. I just don't. It doesn't ever. It does not register as much as I I try or want to remember, or or go. I'd like to do something special on x date for somebody i have to write that shit down because you could say to me 50 times in an hour and i will it will not sink it will not stay and i don't know why that is same with names yeah i cannot do names to save my life i have to really know the person and even then it's difficult it it will take time (laughs) like we when we were meeting our new neighbors a couple weeks ago uh we were checking out our new house and they were out in the yard and we started talking and everything and it was great is Scott one? I think I remember one of them. I tried close. It's an S name. I thought it was an S. Steve. Steve. It's Steve. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. That's what I. T- but this is the one I talked to without you. Right. And that's the one. So you. There you go. You remember. I remember the name of the person I didn't meet that you told me you met. <laughs> that's how my mind works. That's good. Sorry. You're my backup system. I'm your memory. You're my cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Because I told you immediately when I, because I was walking into the garage and I'm like, I met the neighbor. This is his name. Yeah. <laughs> Just unload the information quickly before it's gone. <laughs> um, but I, I know we met the other neighbors. I don't remember their names. I don't either. 
I saw one at the grocery store. Yeah. They're like, hi. I remember her name. I don't remember his name. I don't. They all seem like lovely people. And eventually I'll remember their name. Probably by the time all of our kids graduate college. It took us being at that house. And we don't even technically own it yet. We close on it soon. What? An hour before we met neighbors on both sides. How long did we live here before we ever met the neighbors? Uh, Like a year. Have we met them yet? (laughs) No. The the house on the other side of the woods, uh-huh. one lot away, yeah. we met them at the garage sale that we just had to get rid of shit because we're moving. Yeah. I think- So that's t- three years. <laughs> I might have kind of done that by cho- choice though a little bit because they got the dogs from hell. No, that's not them. Oh, it's not? <laughs> no. Oh, that's further down? <laughs> that's further down. Oh God, those are noisy dogs if it's further that down. That is further. Well, that's why the neighbors next to them are moving. <laughs> they put these dogs in their yard and they they don't stop barking. Uh, it's just nonstop. And then it, it, as an ode to the dogs, they have literally flags that have been made with the dogs' pictures printed on them and they're lining the garden. I have no problem with loving your dog or caring about your dog, but for the love of God, the neighborhood doesn't like to hear your dogs. No. Have a little consideration there and maybe a little some classes something train training a little that can be trained can it yeah to not have the dog flip out every time it sees a blade of grass yeah but you know instead of taking care of one yippee dog they added two more (laughs) and and made a a altar for it on the uh (laughs) inside the house uh i've seen there's actually an altar in the house with the pictures of the dogs and they like candles damn if you live next to dogs that do that for years you know what it's like it's like the seinfeld episode yeah yeah uh, 855-853-4802 Our number at Real Ghost Stories Online Next one says my ghost story begins uh, In an assisted living building Which originally was a very glamorous And popular hotel built in 1925 in Florida Many rich and famous people from the northeast Such as the Rockefellers uh, Would uh, winter in the area As the years passed and the hotel closed It was left to decay In 1990 it was bought and put back into its original glory As assisted living apartments I began working there as a nurse It was a large building with apartments in five different levels, and one of them being the basement. When the building was remodeled, the original elevator was repaired along with an addition installed. When it was a hotel, the lobby level had a small lounge with a bar and music. The staff would report hearing music being played whenever they came down to the lobby in the elevator in the evening. Lights turned off would turn back on and the doors would open by themselves. It was mostly playful incidents, but was hard keeping overnight staff. But things started to change. Voices were being heard. Staff seeing movement out of the sides of their eyes or feeling like someone sat down on the couch next to them. This is one of many of my own experiences while I worked there for about 10 years. I was working an evening shift and the only staff in the building. I'd been up on one of the upper floors doing my medication pass when one of the residents asked for a glass of milk. I had to go down to the main lobby level where the kitchen was to get it. Now, the doors to the kitchen and the dining room were locked when the staff left for the day. So to get into the kitchen, you had to go into the stairwell that also led to part of the basement that wasn't used except for storage. The stairs went down to a landing where the mechanical room for the original elevator was, and the stairs turned down into the basement. I went to the stairwell to the landing, the top of the stairs, to go to the kitchen through the back door. Only the top landing had a light on at the time of the night, so staff could clock in and out as our time clock was located on the landing. 
As I stepped in the front of the kitchen door to unlock it, I glanced down the stairs to the next landing. Standing there looking up at me was a man dressed in work clothes and a cap in front of the door to the mechanical room. I quickly unlocked the door and went into the kitchen. I stood there with my heart pounding, calmed myself down, got the glass of milk. I cautiously opened the door and looked down to the stairs to the landing, but nothing was there. I thought to myself, did I really see that? I ran out the door into the main lobby where I heard the bell dinging and saw the doors to the original elevator whose mechanical room the man was standing in front of opening and closing and no one inside. Whenever I worked the evening shift after that, I took the stairs. Here's something we don't talk about a lot. What? What is it about staircases and ghosts? I was wondering the same thing the other day because I think it was an episode called like Ghost on the Stairs. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. Is it just because it, it's it's a place where you're more vulnerable than others when you're treading up and down them? There, there's more risk to of injury of being pushed up or down, and that puts our senses at a higher alert. I don't know. It could be that because there's plenty of times ghosts push people down mm-hmm. stairs, but I'm just wondering why you see ghosts on stairs a lot. I don't know. That's, I don't know. That That's kind of the conclusion I came to where maybe it's just kind of like our, uh, an archaic part of our brain that is there to, to be aware of our surroundings. That something kicks into overdrive on a stair or an incline of some sort of looking for danger and, and sensing it. And, and maybe we're just a little bit more aware of our surroundings when we're on stairs versus when we're not. But what is the fascination with stairs with people anyway? You know, like you you walk in someplace and it has a grand staircase, like, oh, it's a grand staircase. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. who cares? It's literally getting from one floor to the next. This makes it more grand. I don't know. I feel very grand when I go up a grand staircase. I'm like, yes. I don't. I feel annoyed. I'm like, where's the elevator? I do. Thank you, Daria. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just ruined grand staircases for me. I don't know what it is. Is this because it's a great focal point? You know, it's an architectural place that could be made more grand than the grand, you know, wheelchair ramp. I mean, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 just maybe historically speaking, it that was it. It was just a place where. It was more of an atrium area and the architects of the day when they're trying to make things look special and nice. Uh, there was a lot more to work with on the palette. And then they just like, oh, we can do work. We do a lot in this area. What are we going to call this shit? Uh, it's a, it's special stairs. That sucks. Grand staircase. Grand staircase it is. That's OK. That must be exactly what the thought was. When exactly. They how did that. OK. I know this shit. Mm hmm. That's a quote, actually. It was reenacting. There was a cut scene from Titanic. Did you know that? Uh-huh. It was a scene starring John Goodman. Really? Yeah. And Hugh Grant. They were originally in the cast, and it was a cut scene. It was on It was on the, uh, not the DVD extras. You were so full of shit. It was on the Betamax extras. If you got that set, it was, you remember like when you, before DVDs? There's going to be some, you know... 20 year old that doesn't even know about that movie that's good gonna be thinking that you're right good 
There was you bought Titanic on Betamax. You never could buy it on Betamax. <laughs> on VHS, it was a two, two. Uh, uh, Did it VHS? Yeah, because it was so long. It was on two cassettes. So it was like an extra wide deal on VHS. But the Betamax set came with the extras, and that was like a seven beta set. You know. I'm oh. literally dealing with a kidney stone right now, and you are the most painful thing right now in the room. <laughs> Betamax. Do you ever have Betamax? No. 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 We were we were old enough to to have it. I remember seeing it at the stores, at like the video rental stores. Nope. It's funny. It was a smaller tape, but the boxes were bigger. Okay. It was. And we were like going to like the the video rental. It's like. Oh, can I find like a good movie? Like, this is great. Can we rent this one? No, that's beta. We have VHS. Which ended up being the one that survived. And the funny thing is beta was better quality. Yeah, well, they spent all that extra money on the bigger box, so they go out of business. <laughs> Hating on the beta. Whatever. is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories or happy memories of Betamax with us. Hi. My name is Davin. I'm from Kentucky. Uh, This is one of my more crazy experiences. Uh, I was almost possessed by a demon. I'll try to make this short and sweet because it keeps cutting me off. But... uh, in a nutshell, my buddy and I saw this demon at his house. Uh, he was uh, just a solid, it was like inhumanly tall. Um, and you could visibly see him, which was nuts. Uh, he was standing on a staircase and uh, we were looking in from the sliding glass doors on the outside. And once I noticed him, I noticed all that just pure hatred, that, that hate, just overwhelming hate and, and evil. Uh, that was radiating from him. He noticed me. And my buddy's freaking out because he's never, he's never really experienced anything like this. And, you know, he's not sensitive to any of this. He, doesn't re- he didn't really believe in any of this prior to this. So I immediately ran to my truck, grabbed out my Bible, and came back. And I don't remember what verse it said, but I, I know I read a verse. And I said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you need to leave this place and never return. So... It was like, you know, a shadow was lifted and he and my buddy was like, okay, I can't go in that house. Like, I can't, I can't stay here. Can I stay at your place? I was like, oh, of course. We go back to my place and I'm trying to explain to him, you know, everything is happening because he's got a million questions. And I noticed that my back door is starting open and I'm starting to get that feeling. And it sounds like there's water running down my living room wall when the pipes are on the opposite side of the house, the kitchen. Like it's like catty corn. It's like complete opposite side of the house. So I grabbed my grandmother's Bible. I read another verse and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Beth, I command you to leave this place and never return. And that door slammed shut so fast, water sound stopped. And everything was fine. Or at least I thought. I thought it was over. Well, I had I, I joined the Marine Corps. And I noticed little weird stuff here and there. But I just kind of attributed it to me being like a magnet for, for 
spirits and stuff like that. And been, I've been that way since I was a little kid. So I was kind of, I was kind of used to that, but it, it, he started coming to me in, in dreams as the woman I was dating at the time when I was stationed in Okinawa and she, you know, looking at her, her presence didn't feel right. You know, she didn't carry herself right. You know, the whole nine, she, it was not her in any way, but it was still almost convincing. Yeah, that was the scary part because she would say, just give up, just let him win. It's okay. Nothing bad will happen. It'll all be over soon. If you just give up, quit fighting it and blah, 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 blah. I mean, just stuff along that line. It was, it was real messed up. And I realized, well, I've got to keep fighting. I've got to fight harder now. So he would come and I would dream. And during these dreams, I, it, everything would be pitch black. I couldn't see anything. All I could, the only thing that I could sense I, I could use with any of my sense, like pick up with any of my senses was his voice talking to me. And uh, he would always say, don't worry. I, I will win. I will drag you to the deepest parts of hell. The harder you fight, the, uh, the farther I will drag you down and stuff along, along those lines. I mean, it was messed up what he was saying. I'd always wake up smelling sulfur after these dreams every single time. And it got to a point where it was every night I was having these dreams and I was waking up to him holding me down. Like I know it wasn't sleep paralysis because I've had that before. Um, it was a completely different feeling. It, it felt like I was being physically held down. So I, uh, I contacted my grandfather who was an elder at, the ch at my church back home. And he contacted our pastor who in turn contacted me and he <clears throat> helped me out with it a little bit. You know, it told me exactly what I needed to say and inform you know, I've got to use every ounce of faith for this. And, uh, so, you know, I told him, you know, in the name of, of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I command you to leave this place and never return, um, never return to me, uh, to my family, uh, or to any of my friends or anyone I associate with. And I had to do that a couple times, and, you know, they they got rid of him for me. And, you know, since then I've never, I've never dealt with him. But it's, it's still... It, every once in a while I have nightmares about it, but I, I, I woke up knowing that it wasn't him, which is good. So that's, that's probably one of my crazier stories. It was, it was not fun. That spanned over about four years. So definitely not good. <laughs> so I appreciate you listening. Uh, use this for the show. Awesome. If you don't, I hope you liked it. Um, but anyways, y'all have a good one. I can't fathom going through that and, uh, and and trying to find solutions for that. No, no. I mean, at least it seemed like, you know, his support network had some connections that, you know, that he could contact. But it's mm -hmm. like just going through that and being afraid to sleep. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Mm -hmm. That would not be uh, and just trying to get it you know, to go away. And it, it is good. He had some support there and found a solution for his uh, for his problem. Thank you for sharing that story with us. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you like the show, like I said, keep us on the air. Become an EPP, an extra podcast person, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories to keep this thing on the air. Check it out. Keep it going. Until next time. For Jenny, I'm Tony. Thanks for listening to Real Ghost Stories Online.
The all-new Toyota Highlander Hybrid is designed to go Highlander. What's go Highlander, you ask? It means amplifying your drive with best-in-class EPA-estimated 35 MPG combined, so you can keep on keeping on wherever the road takes you. Don't just go farther. Go Highlander in the all-new Toyota Highlander Hybrid. Toyota, let's go places. 2020 Highlander Hybrid all-wheel drive, 35 city, 35 highway, 35 combined MPG EPA estimates. Actual mileage will vary. 2020 Highlander Hybrid versus 2020 competitors based on data at www.fueleconomy.gov as of 2 it just doesn't feel like summer without an ice-cold Coca-Cola in your hand. Stop by your local convenience store today and grab a 20-ounce bottle of Coca-Cola or Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Or pick up even more delicious refreshment with a 20-ounce bottle of Diet Coke, Sprite, or Fanta. So no matter how you soak in that summer sun, at home or on the go, grab an ice-cold Coca-Cola today and enjoy.